Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another day of Stress to the Nines, coming to you a little bit early today from the Bakery District in downtown Fort Smith. Thanks for accommodating my schedule. We're going to continue through the book of Revelation. We are in chapter 8. Things are taking a dark turn on the earth as the seventh seal is open and all sorts of wrath and vengeance uh, floods out upon the earth. That's going to continue in our reading today and tomorrow. Uh, as a reminder, before we get underway, uh, there won't be any morning stress to the nines on Friday or Monday as I'm taking a little break uh, over this Memorial Day weekend. You'll all be at the lake anyway, so don't act like you're going to miss me. But we'll be back at it next Tuesday. So let's listen to verses 6 through 9 of chapter 8 of the book of Revelation. Now the seven angels who had the seven trumpets made ready to blow them. The first angel blew his trumpet, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood, and they were hurled to the earth. And a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all the grass was burned up. The second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea became blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, interesting thing here. Have you ever heard anybody say, well, I really like the New Testament God better because the Old Testament God seems so angry and wrathful? When people say that, I always wonder, have you read the book of Revelation? Because passages like this certainly make us think of the Old Testament God, and for good reason. All of these images that we get from these seven trumpeters, these seven angels, uh, are intended to point us back to the exodus from Egypt. If we recall the plagues which befell the Egyptians as God sought to gain the freedom of the Hebrews who were in slavery, uh, then we also would notice the parallels that exist in this passage here uh, from chapter 8. We are intended to think about the Exodus through these actions of God. And while we think about them as, as harsh, as punitive, as, as dark, as dangerous, uh, we should also be seeing grace there. Only a third of all of these things are destroyed by the wrath of God. Uh, that means two-thirds remain. So God is making a point while also leaving a remnant. It may be a stretch to see that as gracious, but that is how it's intended to be seen, that God chooses not to simply obliterate the earth, but instead uh, to make a point about what is happening and how things are going. And the point is, uh, is important. It is to free the people of the church. Those people in those seven churches in the Roman province of Asia were intended to see themselves in the same way as the Hebrews were who were in bondage in Egypt. They were an oppressed minority, falling victim to the powers and principalities of the world. Later in Revelation, we'll see the way in which John weaves in the Roman Empire with the Babylonian Empire and the Egyptian Empire, which came before it. We are intended to see once more that in this era of persecution for Christians back in the early days, they will survive and thrive the same way the Jewish people did after they were persecuted by the Babylonians and the Egyptians. So this passage, while violent, while dark, 
is intended to point to a greater truth that permeates Scripture. And that is that God wins in the end over the powers and principalities of this world. The powers and principalities, by the way, whose brutality, evil, and darkness makes this sort of thing uh, seem pale in comparison. So, we read this passage and it makes sense to us if we think about it from the perspective of those who are persecuted and oppressed. If we think about it from the perspective of power or privilege or empire, then it definitely does not jive well with us. So, anyway, that's our lesson for today. Let's pray. Holy God, we are grateful for this day and grateful for what you have done for us. We pray that you would guide us and strengthen us in all that we do this day. Help us to remember who and whose we are. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, gang, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. Tasha will be back tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow. Until then, peace. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace.